If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a place for photographers who want to earn money with photography and live a better life. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since going full-time in 2010, photography has brought me more freedom, income, and opportunities than I ever imagined. It's been so positive for me that I want to show you everything I know. You'll learn more than just businessy things, though, including my favorite ways to be mindful and happier on this journey. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to suggest that you take a look at one of my life-saving things, especially for lifestyle photographers in October, my CRM, which is HoneyBook. Are you feeling a little frazzled, like making sure that you stay on top of scheduling stuff and emails? And did I send that person their invoice? Wait, did I send them a contract? All of that stuff can be handled in one place. So if you are starting to get busy enough where you're starting to feel a little frazzled this time of year especially, check out HoneyBook. I have a 50% off for one whole year code which is exactly the thing that you want if you're looking to try something like this. I love it. It saves my life this time of year. So whether it's communication with clients, tasks, to-dos, contracts, signatures, meetings, calendar stuff, proposals, invoices, all of that stuff is connected to your client so that you have everything in one place. So it's October. It's crazy time in the Northern Hemisphere for lifestyle photographers If you have not tried out a CRM yet, try HoneyBook for 50% off for one year. This is the perfect time of year to start diving into it. You know exactly where your weak points are. You're going to have a few months coming up soon to sort of dive into this. So take advantage of the discount. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash HoneyBook for 50% off your first year. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash honeybook. Give it a try. You will be glad you did. On to the show. Hey, welcome back. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast. As you already know, I'm Natalie Jennings, your host. I am in Minneapolis in the office. I was able to get out of town last week, week and a half ago. I drove out to Denver. It was awesome. It was super nice to get out of town and just see something else. I normally travel a fair amount and I hadn't been out since the COVID hit. So it was, it was great. And I did a personal branding shoot, something I'm doing a lot more of these days in the mountains of uh, Colorado in Boulder Canyon. So all around super grateful for that experience. I feel a little bit more refreshed. So if you can get away, even if it's just down the street for the day into a new neighborhood or a, a new park to go hiking or whatever it is, 
I think it's really good for the soul. I also think I find that it's really good for business. When I was when I was driving, I do it in one shot. So I get up really early. I leave at like 4 a.m., get out of Minneapolis, and I usually get into Denver with that one hour uh, time change, the hour that I gain. And so I'm in the car for about 13 hours. But, you know, with podcasts and audiobooks and good music, it goes by pretty fast, especially if you're traveling solo. And I find that that time turns into a little bit of a mini meditation for me. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but just that quiet and the road and never ending straight highway, especially when you get to that stretch going west in Nebraska. Many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's pretty boring. And it ends up being a great time to think of businessy things. So I came home with a lot of ideas. Overall, it was a good trip. I'm rambling. Today, I wanted to talk to some of the people out there that are listening that are pretty new to the game. And this is something that can be really intimidating. There's definitely a narrative that goes through a lot of people's minds, at least from what I can gather from my coaching students. You know, everybody's a photographer. I don't know where to start. There's so much to learn. I love photography, but I'm not very good at business, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to think about this sort of place of overwhelm, I guess, and bring some first step ideas to those of you that just don't know where to begin on this journey, but you know that you love photography and that you want to eventually make some money doing it, which is something I chose to do 10 years ago and I've never looked back. It has changed my life for the better. I've said that a lot. That's why I'm here doing this. Anyway, one of the things that I encourage all of you newbies out there to think about before you start thinking about websites and blogs and newsletters and all this other stuff is just what kind of photography business do you want to have? What lights you up? Is it babies in the studio with all the cute little props? Is it athletes and that sort of action stuff? Is it documenting real life where you don't set anything up and, and you capture those little fleeting moments of movement and put them all together in a storytelling collection? Is it branding stuff? Is it food photography? Is it fashion photography? There's so much to do that I think it can be a little bit overwhelming. And what a lot of us do, and I'm guilty of some of this as well, but I see this a lot with my students, is that we test out sort of all the things that we might like doing while we're already in business. And I don't really recommend this. I recommend if you can to try some things before you start marketing yourself really heavily. And this is because it's very difficult and very confusing to try and speak to the proper client, the person that you want to have find you and the person that you want to work with aka your ideal client. You hear me talk about that a lot. It's super hard to do that when you have a million different quote unquote ideal clients that you're showing work for. So if I go to your website and you're a newer photographer and there's food and events and pets and family stuff and fashion stuff and headshots and all of this stuff, it it looks like you're just testing the waters. It doesn't look like you're an expert in any of these things unless by some chance that you are an incredibly experienced photographer and have a very vast and well thought out por- portfolio. It, it generally looks like everyone's just kind of testing the waters. The other thing that it can sort of look like is that you are just trying to take anything that you can get. And in the beginning, that's fine. I'm not saying don't take the work, but 
you don't have to show everything that you shoot. And you especially want to keep in mind, I say this a lot, show what you want to sell. But in order to do that, you kind of have to know what you want to sell. So I'm recommending that if you're new to this game, try and spend some time feeling into what really lights you up and try and niche down as much as you possibly can so that when you get to a space of building your website and marketing yourself and trying to speak to your ideal client, you have one ideal client. You have a very clear message. You have a very strong brand. And you look a lot more professional. So I am speaking to you today to try things before you market your business. There's also a good argument for doing this just so that you get some practice in, so that you get a little bit better. Most of the students that I work with and the people that I see starting new photography businesses also don't have a strong photography portfolio. I didn't when I started, and I learned a lot. And you will learn a lot as you go along. I'm not saying you have to be at super pro level to to start this journey. I'm just recommending that you kind of get a feel for and feel comfortable with doing certain things before you start marketing all over Facebook and all over Instagram and starting a website and all of that. So very first steps, what kind of business do you want to have? What lights you up? What kind of photographers are you drawn to? So if you're drawn to really curated, beautiful studio photography, like like I mentioned earlier, like the little babies in costumes with like a whole set behind them, this like miniature thing. I've seen some incredible photographers do work like that. It's not something that I built my business around, but I still, I still have seen it. And that is definitely a niche place to be. So the more you can niche down, the better off you'll be in the long run. I highly recommend taking some time to explore that now. That's all I have for you today. I'm here every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm chatting with you today about one of the first steps I recommend in your photo business journey. If you would like to see all of the steps that I recommend in order to start a successful photo business, you can head to photobizhelp.com forward slash roadmap. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash roadmap. And you can see all of the things outlined in a beautiful little PDF for you that can sort of guide you through each of the steps that you should be taking at this point in your journey. So to get the PhotoBiz Roadmap, go to photobizhelp.com forward slash roadmap. I will be back soon. Have a beautiful day.